Among the many obscure, cryptic, and poetic verses that we find in the body of Shir Sazinu, we have what is perhaps the most famous verse in our Parsha. It is a Pasuk from which we learn many halachos, a Pasuk which perhaps was made famous by the common practice that many people have today, which is to recite this Pasuk before the Shemona Esrei of Mincha time or the Shemona Esrei of Musaf time. Not necessarily a universal practice, it's a late addition to the davening. Be that as it may, the Pasuk is the Pasuk of Kishem Hashem Ekra Havu Godele Vokenu, which literally means, when I call out the name of Hashem, then come ascribe greatness to our God. The question is, what exactly does this Pasuk mean? What do we learn from this Pasuk? And just very simply, to whom was this Pasuk addressed? When Moshe Rabbeinu declared these words in the song of Shir Sazinu, Kishem Hashem Ekra, when I call out the name of God, then you, Havogodele Lukenu, will ascribe greatness to our God. So, to whom was he talking? As we'll see, even according to the Pashib shot, that's not even so clear. But as we will also see, we learn so many different things from this very packed Pasuk. Halachos, Halachos Lemaisa, that emerge from this Pasuk, whether indirectly by way of illusion, or even in a more direct way through basic rabbinic exegesis through the drash. And we will see all of these in another dimension, a dimension not only of pshat, but of remez, drash, and sod. So journey with me into a mystifying paradise of Parshan imagination, which we call the Parsha Pardes. Welcome to Parsha Pardes, or Parsha Paradise, here at the Database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, where this week's Parsha is Parsha Sazinu. And if you enjoy Shurim like this and others on the podcast, do you want to partner up with us with a sponsorship, as did Anonymous. Thank you, Anonymous, um, for another incredible donation. And if you have questions, comments, concerns, or recommendations, or if you want to join the Database Podcast WhatsApp group, then all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data, then base, B-E-I-S, at gmail.com to either make a sponsorship or to connect for any of the other aforementioned reasons. And we come back to our Parsha, which is Parsha Hazinu, and the Pasuk of Kishem Hashem Ekra, Havugodele Lukenu. So this Pasuk, which once again I had mentioned earlier, um, there, there is a practice today that many people have to recite it before Mincha and Musaf, and it's not exactly so clear why um, that Pasuk was added before these Shemon Esres, um, but just a halachic point, the reason why it was not added um, to the Shemon Esrei of Shachar and Marv, at least, is the halachic concern of being somich geula letfila, that once you say the bracha of Ga'al Yisrael, um, truthfully, the next thing that should come is the tefila, the Shemon Esrei, so nothing else should be put in between. We don't have the bracha of Ga'al Yisrael at Mincha or at Musaf, and similarly, we don't have um, the bracha of Ga'al Yisrael at the Tzvila of Ne'ilah, which we just recited um, yesterday, actually, or depending on the moment of this recording when you're listening to it. So um, yeah, I guess technically, halakhically, it was um, two days ago. But when we stood on Yom Kippur, the very end of Yom Kippur, we said Ne'ilah. So for those who say this Pasuk before Mincha and Musaf, so it is in the art scroll Machzer as well for Ne'ilah, which also, again, does not have the bracha of Ga'al Yisrael, so you don't have the problem of being Samech Gula Tzvila there. So we could technically recite that Pasuk. But, again, many other things are learned out from this Pasuk more directly, in fact, that are learned out from this Pasuk. But let's start with the address of this Pasuk, who is the audience. So the Ibn Ezra explains 
that this Pasuk is actually going back to the way Moshe Rabbeinu started. So the beginning of Parshas Hazinu, Moshe Rabbeinu declared, Hazinu HaShamayim Ba'adabeira, Besishma Ha'aretz Imrefi, which tells us what? Give ear, O heavens, and I will speak, and the earth shall hear the words of my mouth. Which, once again, indicates that the primary address of Shir Hazinu, even though this was taught to all of Kalal Yisrael, but again, the, the, the audience is Shemayim and Aretz, it's the heavens and the earth. And then everything that Moshe Rabbeinu says afterwards would be drawn back to that. So when Moshe Rabbeinu says, yeah, May my teaching drop like the rain, may my utterance flow like the dew, he's still talking to the heavens and earth. Like the storm winds upon vegetation and like droplets upon grass. And then Moshe Rabbeinu continues, That when I declare the name of Hashem, then you shall ascribe greatness to him. And we find... Um, Sukkim like this throughout, where we say that the Hashem will be praised by the heavens and the earth. As the Ibn Ezra quotes, Hashemayim Mesaprim Kavod Kael, or Yehaluluhu Shemayim Ba'aretz. So we do find a concept in Tanakh of the heavens and the earth praising Hashem, and that's what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying here. However, not everybody agrees that that's what this Pasuk actually means, that this Pasuk was directed to the heavens and the earth. And maybe Alpi Pashipsha, we might have said otherwise as well. The Chizkuni, in what seems to be almost a playoff of the Ibn Ezra, he basically says that we are the ones who are supposed to praise Hashem, and we praise Hashem in the heavens and the earth, whatever that means. Maybe you could say in a spiritual realm, in a physical realm, in different, in our, in different ways um, we praise Hashem, and we do so in the heavens and earth. Similarly, the Rashbam says in the Pasuk, Kishem Hashem Ekra, he says, When I begin to declare the mighty things that, that Hashem does, and all of the 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 goodness that the the benefits that he he bestows upon you and even uh, the, the fact that he's a tzaddik and everything that he does whether it seems good or bad even you sounds like even you so how you you're going to admit the truth you're going to ascribe greatness to Hashem's name so according to the pashup shot you really could have two fair uh, possibilities that either Moshe Rabbeinu was talking to the heavens and the earth or Moshe Rabbeinu was talking to Klal Yisrael, probably what most of us might have said without thinking about it. So these are the two possibilities. Then we get to Ramazim. And these Ramazim are offered by the Baal HaTurim, several different halachos that it doesn't necessarily say in the Gemara that we learn these halachos from this particular Pasuk. That is why they are merely Ramazim. The Balaturim draws them out indirectly. And then when we get to Drash, we will see many halachos, perhaps, which are more famously learned out from this Pasuk. The Balaturim first picks up on the juxtaposition between the Pasuk of Kishem Hashem Ekra and the Pasuk that came before, which we had alluded to earlier, that yeah, my teaching should drop like rain, my utterance should flow like dew, like storm winds upon vegetation, like droplets upon grass, all different psukim that are clearly referencing the concept of water upon vegetation. So what does the Baal term learn out from that? He says, Mikan from the fact that it's, it describes rainwaters right before the Pasuk of Kishem Hashem Ekra declaring the name of Hashem, says the Baal we learn that we daven when rain is withheld. Something that is famous from the Gemara in Tainas, Sandaf, Tesvav, Amid Aleph, says the Baal it's alluded to right here. 
because we have this juxtaposition between declaring the name of Hashem and the concept of rainwater. Davar Acher, another possibility, says the Balaturim. So, Achar Alei Esev, Kishem Hashem Ekra. The fact that the Pasuk references Alei Esev, the very last words before Kishem Hashem Ekra, um, so um, Alei Esev, the different um, um, kinds of grass and weeds, so says the Balaturim. From this we learn out another halacha, that what? Like we find in Brachos and Daf Mema Maralif, that we make Brachos on each and every kind of species. The question is, do we have um, do we have a Bracha for every single kind of food? So do you make not just a Ha'etz, but a, or not just a Hadama, but we get more specific, we make Ha'etz. And when we say when we say hadama, or even when we're making a bracha when it comes to besamim, so how specific do we get in our in our recitation of brachos? So this is a halacha from Rabbi Yehuda that we find in the Gemara in brachos that we get as specific as we possibly can. That concept is learned out from a different pasuk, Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. Um, nonetheless, the Baal Turim was able to attach it to this pasuk because it says Ali the different kinds of leaves and weeds and grasses, and then Kishem Hashem Ekra, I'm going to declare the name of Hashem in the form of a bracha. That is offering number two from the Baal Turim. And finally, we get to the third one, which looks at the juxtaposition between Kishem Hashem Ekra and the pasuk that follows. Kishem Hashem Ekra, When I declare the name of Hashem, then come, ascribe greatness to our God. And then the next pasuk, Hatsur Tamim Pa'alo. Literally, which means that Hashem is the rock and perfect is his work. We're not talking about a movie star and the things he's done. We're talking about someone even greater. If you could imagine, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and everything he does is perfect. Hatsur Tamim Pa'alo, that Tamim is, is everything that he does. All of, his, all of his actions are Tamim, meaning even the actions that we can't tell, even the things that don't look so great. So what does the Baal term tell us? Lomar Shemivarchan, that we make the bracha of Baruch Dayan HaMS, that blessed is the judge of truth. We learn that we bless Hashem even when things don't seem good, under concept that's learned from brachos, Nun Dalad Aleph. And we don't necessarily learn it there from this particular Pasuk, but the Baal term sees that as being alluded to in our Pasuk, Alpi Remez. So those are some of the Ramazan of things that we learn from this Pasuk, whether it's davening when we don't have rain, or whether it's making very precise brachos on the things that Hashem has given us, or whether it's blessing Hashem even in the circumstance where we're only doing it out of the fact that He's the Diana Emes and not because we can appreciate it on our own level. But then we get to Drash, and we start off firstly with what Rashi learns out from this Pasuk, based also on the Gemara Brachos, Kishem Hashem Ekra, Hare Kim Ka'asher, the word Ki means over here, when? Kimo, kisavo alar. It's just like when you enter the land. And what do we get from this passage? Says Rashi, Hashem. When I declare and mention the name of Hashem, Atem, you, sounds like Klal Yisrael, you're going to ascribe greatness to Hashem, to our God, and you're going to bless his name. Mikan, from here we learn, So just like we also had on Yom Kippur recently, that we say, when? After any bracha that we find in the base of Migdash, they didn't just say Amen, but they said, We find that from the Sifrei, from the Chilton Shemos Yed Gimel, and from the Gemara and Brachos on Chaf Aleph, and from Tainus Tes Zion. So these are um, all different sources, all different places, headquarters for this idea that we respond um, to Hashem's name in the Mikdash 
with Baruch Shem Kivod Lamed. However, we learn other famous ideas from the Gemara in Brachos, directly from this Pasuk, Chazal Darshan, on Brachos, in Chaf Aleph Amid Aleph, that this is the source for, you've probably been waiting for this one, Birchas HaTorah. The fact that whenever we declare the name of Hashem, we have to also ascribe greatness to it. Meaning, whenever we learn Torah, which is also a shame of Hashem, we have to bless Hashem for that. And we also learn um, from the change in how many people there are in this Pasuk, if you look closely, the Gemara and Brachos also on Daf Mem Heyam and Aleph learns the concept of Zimun, making a Mizumin. What do we learn? Kishem Hashem Ekra, when I call out the name of Hashem, I is one person, Havu Godele Lokenu, we have plural, you will come ascribe greatness to our God. So that's talking to multiple people. The minimum seems to be, is there are three people in this quorum, right? So it's a mini quorum, not a quorum of a full minion of 10, but at least three people, says the Gemara Brachos, Kishem Hashem Ekra, I will call out Hashem's name, one person, Havu Godele Lokenu, plural, that is going to be two people who will be responding. So that's the concept of Zimun. And as we're going to see, when we move over to Sod, the true secret, at least whatever we can draw out of it from this Zohar, what exactly do we mean? And what is the difference between the recitation of Birch HaSatorah and Azimun? So the Zohar in Chelek Aleph, in Kuf Samach Ahmed Aleph, so he brings a back and forth uh, between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Chizkiah. They were going from Kaputkiah to Lod, and the Zohar tells us and we're not going to do the entire Zohar. This is Vahav Rabbi Yehuda Rachiv. Rabbi Yehuda was riding. Rabbi Chizkiah Ragle, and uh, Rabbi Chizkiah was uh, on his feet. And he continues. They just, and they're having a conversation. It says and so Rabbi Yehuda says, "Mikan asik Let's engage in Torah." Like the pasuk says, "Havu Apparently, "Havu is where he learns out that we should start learning Torah. Interestingly, the Gemara in Brachos seems to learn out from Kishem Hashem Ekra. Kishem Hashem Ekra, so that's where he, um, the Gemara learns that from. So apparently Rabbi Huda over here is saying from the, from the second half, Havogodele Lokenu. Not sure why, but okay. Amrlei ilu Tlasa. So whatever um, um, Rabbi Chizk is responding, it sounds like he's saying we need three people to engage in this learning, whatever kind of learning they want to do. He says we need three people for this. Why? He, sa- he says, look at the Pasuk. He says, first it says, There's one person who says, Kishem Hashem Ekra. Look at the first half. It says, I declare Shem's name, then two people will respond. So I'm relay, Rabbi Huda responds, no, 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 no. That's when it comes to brachos, when it comes to, it sounds like maybe for like Mizumin, right? One person um, um, declares the bracha at a time, and as many as two or more plural people can answer, but you have three people, the plural, to answer the bracha. Uh, one person announces the name of Hashem, and two people respond. Right, that's uh, he says that's you learn out dafka from Kishem Hashem Ekra. When I am declaring Hashem's name, which is the concept of a bracha, but says Rabbi Yehuda, when it comes to Torah learning, you can have just two people amongst themselves who are learning, or I should say two people in a chavrusa, and he says, and that has the power of the praise of Hashem, and apparently that overrides 
this um, this pasuk, which would seem to imply that at least the entirety of the pasuk would seem to imply that it takes three people to um, to praise Hashem. Right? How many people does it take to praise Hashem? Three. One to praise Hashem and two to to respond. So I guess uh, different from uh, from screwing in a light bulb, but be that as it may, um, there's a special power when it comes to Torah learning. Two people amongst themselves, they can uh, they can uh, bless Hashem and uh, engage in this Torah. And the the Zohar continues a little bit. We'll go a little bit further. Rabbi Chizkia says further. Lagabe Bercha and Amai says, Why does it have to be three? And um, unclear what the answer is. But Amar Lai responds, Ha Ukma Itmar. So he established Dichsiv Havogodele Lokenu because it says Havogodele Lokenu, which apparently alludes to. Um, two other people, or maybe it's because it's three words, Havu, Godel, Elokeinu, I'm not sure if that's what he means. And then he goes on to explain the Raza, the secret of the matter, which I don't completely understand. It is a Zohar, so it's not so clear to me what we, we draw from it, but we'll stop it there. But the question is, what exactly is the difference? Why is it that when we re- that um, we have Birch HaSatorah, it takes one person to recite Birch HaSatorah, and then that's it, and he can, he can begin, even though the plural we find at the end, Havu, Godel, Elokeinu, and... How come when it comes to uh, just making the bracha, the zimun, so then you have to actually follow this pasuk according to the literal amount of people that are alluded to here, that it has to be three. And perhaps the idea is that when we have just a bracha, when we're making a, a mezuman, you don't even have ten, you're just giving Hashem a shout-out. Kishem Hashem Ekra, right? When you're making a zimun, you're literally just mentioning Hashem's name. Kishem Hashem Ekra. And therefore there... So you you need the uh, the requisite amount of people to respond. But when it comes to perhaps Torah learning, which is something that just it summons Hashem's presence as well, right? Whenever my name is going to be mentioned, so really anytime a person is learning, oh, the shechina is already there. Right? The shechina is already there when Hashem's name is be, is being mentioned. So you could have two people learning, and really there's a third party there. It's not just Hashem getting a shadow, but Hashem is mamish there. Perhaps you already have three when when the, when when Hashem is there. So we don't have, and we don't even necessarily have. Uh, so when it comes to Azimu, and the Shechina is only there when you have ten people. But when you are learning Torah, when you are engaging in the in the Shavachos, the praise, the Shavach of Hashem through Torah, that is something that requires Havugodel Elokeinu in and of itself. Even if you don't have all the amount of people that you need, it could be one person, it could be two people learning the Chavrusa, but that. That, that that fits the bill for the fuller amount of kishem Hashem Ekra Havogodele Lokenu, even if it's just two, and even if it's just one, and that would be a basis for for engaging in Torah and blessing Hashem in that way. But be that as it may, these are the many things that we learn now from our pasuk. To whom was Moshe Rabbeinu talking? Whether it's the heavens and earth, whether it's all of Klal and several halachos that we learn, whether it's davening when we don't have rain, whether it is davening and blessing Hashem even for the negative, which we don't understand, or whether we're blessing Hashem for specific things that He gives us, whether it's Birch HaSatorah saying in the Mikdash, or whether it is reciting a Zimun, a Mezumun, and with that we should be Zohar to bless Hashem in all the appropriate ways and all the appropriate times. Wishing you a wonderful Shabbos, and thank you for joining us here at the database.